0: Welcome to It Starts With a Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, everyone. How are you? I hope you're having an okay day. I'm going to preempt this by saying that I am sitting in my office with the windows in my office fully open, I have a balcony next to me and if you can hear traffic and the birds singing (laughs) next to me, I hope that doesn't get in the way of this but it's such a beautiful day here and with the state of the world right now all I want is to feel sunshine and fresh air and it really feels like today is the first day of spring in Cornwall so I'm just gonna enjoy it and I hope that you enjoy the birds singing in the background as well. Um before we get into today's topic, which I hope will be a bit of help for you at this time in the world, um, I want to let you know that I I ended up deciding to open up my course, your first your first fashion photography client um, as planned. So if you didn't already know if you haven't seen my emails um, or my Facebook posts, I when I was planning the start of this year 2020, I had always planned to open up the doors to your first fashion photography client, my online course, in March. And then when everything went a bit nuts in the last two weeks with coronavirus, I, I questioned whether I should still go ahead with my launch or not. But instead of making the decision myself, I decided to put it to you. So I asked in my emails and in some Facebook groups, uh, Facebook group posts and on Instagram stories if anyone would still want to take it and quite a lot of people did get back to me saying that it was not a good time and that they were going to be holding on to their money for the time being uh, and which I fully respect and fully understand Um, But there were also quite a lot of people who said that they would like to take a course now, that they had a bit of downtime, they were going to use it to their advantage, to study, to learn something new, to prepare for when things go back to normal. So, but that being said, the course is now open for enrolment, it is, as you're listening to this, uh, the 18th of March, and the course will stay open until the 30th of March. It is £50 plus VAT if you're in the EU Um, and it it is a course basically for any photographer who wants to get into fashion, who wants to either pivot from maybe doing portraits or weddings or who is just getting started with photography and knows that fashion is the career that they want to take. So this is basically for you. If you want to read more about it I'm going to include a link to the course and the sales page and all the information about it in the show notes of this episode. Um, So just scroll down and have a look at it on your phone or head to my website or if you go on Instagram you can click the link in my bio there and there is information there. That being said as well, if this isn't a good time for you and you don't feel like you can take the course now but you would like to in the future, please know that the course will go back on sale towards the end of the year, probably after the summer. Um, I haven't decided on a full date yet, I'm going to sort of decide as time goes on. But yeah, that is my little message to you to let you know that if you want to take the course now, it is available and I would love to have you. Okay, now we're going to move on to the juicy stuff for this episode, and I, I had something different planned for today. I, I was going to record something about retouching and how I find retouches, but it felt like I needed to address some of the stuff that I think you guys are going to be feeling at the moment. Um, it, I'm recording this on the Monday 16th of March as most of the world shuts down, essentially, because of coronavirus, and for good reason. Um, It's a scary time for many of us, especially those of us who are self-employed, me included. We don't really know what's going to happen, we don't know when we're going to get our next jobs, we don't know if photo shoots are going to continue. I certainly haven't got anything going ahead at the moment. Meetings are being postponed, shoots are being postponed, and... It's an uncertain time but that being said there is plenty of stuff we can still be doing as photographers now to get ready for when the industry does get back up and running because i want to preempt this episode with this even though the world is in a little bit of chaos right now even though everything is scary right now and photo shoots aren't happening when this is all over the first thing that brands are going to want to do is start to sell their products and the way they sell their products is through visuals of photography and videography they are going to need to hire people like you and like me to take those images for them so please just remember that when you start to panic that you know you aren't getting booked on shoots that you don't know the way things are going at the end of this, there is a light. There is going to be work there for you to take to shoot, and it will feel absolutely amazing when you get to do that. So just bear that in mind. No matter how you're feeling, there will be shoots, there will be jobs, you will work again. I promise. So, what can you do right now while things are quiet? And there is so much you can do. The first thing is to do loads of research spend time looking at the just gone fashion weeks what are the styles going to be for autumn winter 2021 go to vogue.com and look at all their catwalk images go on models.com and look who all the new face models that were really rocking the last season were spend some time researching exactly what the trends are, the images that have come out recently, and study that. This is a really good time for you to also be doing research into brands that you might want to reach out to in future. While this might not be the ultimate best time to reach out to brands, you can still get in touch with them and say, when this is all done, I would love to work with you. People are still working in the background, things are still getting planned, They might not know when things are going to actually take place, but when they do, they're going to need to call on someone. So spend some time now researching who you want to work with. Who do you want to shoot for? Why do you want to shoot for them? Start writing, journaling, come up with ideas that you could pitch to these brands. Get really creative and look at all the research that you can do right now. If you go into the Facebook group, um, which is Fashion Photography with Olivia Bossett. you can click the link in the show notes or you can just search for it on Facebook. I, the other day, created a huge post filled with free resources which is all great research you can be doing. There are links to dozens and dozens of YouTube channels, websites, books you can read, documentaries you can watch You should be using this time to enrich yourself with knowledge and there is so much that you can learn and you can use going forward after all this passes that you wouldn't otherwise have the time to do when you're out shooting or if you still work full time, you're out working in an office, use this time to your advantage. I know that if you still work full-time you're still going to be having to work your normal job but you know use the time that you have off to spend some time researching what you can. Um, I really hope that that resource that I shared in the Facebook group is helpful. I'm certainly going to be using this time to research the brands I want to work with, research the trends that I'm going to be shooting, research new techniques, uh, research any kit that I might want to invest in in the future, reading my books, doing all kinds of those sorts of things that will hopefully help me when this passes. The second thing you can be doing is outreach. So like I just mentioned, just because people aren't necessarily going to be able to shoot right at this minute, there will be shoots taking place in the future and you can be reaching out to people that you want to eventually work with. I will preempt it by saying that I would encourage kindness and compassion and less of a pushy marketing approach. This is a sensitive time and I think the last thing that we want to be doing as photographers when we're pitching ourselves is going all out guns blazing saying hire me, hire me, hire me because we have to be sensitive to the fact that budgets might be lower, people might be struggling a little bit more, stress could be high... So my plan in terms of outreach is as follows. I am going to be sending out mailers. So a mailer is something. is basically a, a more of a blanket email but it's an email that I use a email marketing software to send out. I use Flowdesk. I'm going to leave a link to Flowdesk in the show notes. It's the email it's the email provider that I use to send you guys emails and if I'm not tooting my own horn, I think they look pretty good. I've heard from the people who have received my emails in the past say that they look really good because I'm a very bad graphic designer and I'm not a very good um, HTML coder or anything like that so Flowdesk makes it really easy for me to design really beautiful emails and I've compiled uh, a database over the years of contacts and I have added that database to this mailing service, uh, email service provider, and I send once a quarter an email to everyone on my list that's beautifully designed, that just says, here's some of my latest work, here's links to blog posts I've written, Um, if I'm going to be in London. So previously in the past I've written the dates I'm going to be around for meetings and I invite people to speak with me, email me back, check out my work. But it's not a... it's not really a pitch, it's more of a newsletter update. And these are great things that we should all be doing. Um, They're obviously less personalized and they're less... I don't want to use the word tactical, but that does feel appropriate and it's the best word I think I can find. So don't expect to get necessarily bookings or lots of replies from these kinds of emails, but just know that um, you can actually see who opens the emails and who reads your emails when you send these. And that is really valuable because you can then make a note of who clicked a link which meant they were interested or who spent more time reading your email than others Um, so I use all that information to make a note of who I think is actually interested in my work and then I can then in the future email them further and make sort of more deep contact. Um, So that's a really good thing you can be doing at the moment. I have also asked in the past rhyme um when I've been in meetings whether people like to be added to mailing lists and the vast majority of the time people do because even though they won't necessarily reply it's a really nice way for art directors creative directors marketing managers anyone who's in charge of hiring photographers of of seeing your latest work don't expect people to remember to go onto your website and check your website. You need to be front of mind. That means showing up in their inbox and giving them a chance to see your work and get reminded about your work. So think about sending a mailer. That can be a really good thing you can do. I highly recommend Flowdesk. It's really easy to use. Just note that if you do use my link, um, I get a small commission if you do so. Other providers you can use are MailChimp um, I, I used Mailchimp in the past, and I do have to say it is, it is good, you get free, I think you still get free contacts for up to a certain amount, but the layouts aren't as good as Flowdesk, and I, I really pride myself on making my visuals look good, I want someone to be drawn in by my email, so sending an email with Flowdesk, makes more sense to me than Mailchimp. But by all means, if you are on a budget, definitely check out Mailchimp. It is going to do exactly the same thing as Flowdesk will. It just, you might need to tweak the templates a little bit more and be a bit more clever about how you use your templates. Hey, ad break. This is fun. (laughs) Did you know that I have an Amazon shop where you can actually browse all the gear and the books that I recommend? I get asked all the time, what camera I use to shoot with, what lens I'm using, or where I buy my film, or recently what book I'm reading, and now I can show you all in one place. If you do take a look and you buy anything, I I get a small commission from Amazon and that helps me so much with all the content I produce for you guys for free. I love creating this podcast but it does take a lot of time so if I get any commission from anything you buy through Amazon it makes a world of difference to me. So next time you need a new book to read or you want to buy a new lens maybe think about heading to my Amazon shop and buying something through there. The link is amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Olivia Bossett or you can just click the link in the show notes and head to it there. Thank you so much. Point number three that you can be doing now is planning shoots. I know that might sound crazy but even though you can't necessarily go out and do them, you can be spending time putting together mood boards, dreaming up ideas, doing research into things that you would want to do in the future one thing I really want to do is spend more time shooting in Switzerland and in Ibiza. So I am going to use this time to research hotels I can pitch to, to shoot their editorials, Um, I'm going to be putting together mood boards that I can send those places, I'm going to be researching team members I could be working with, I'm going to be researching brands I can reach out to for editorials and samples, Um, Just get creative, do what you love doing. One of the favorite things for me, one of my favorite things is is planning shoots. I, I get on Pinterest, I come up with an idea and I'll make a mood board and I'll just mood board away. And you can be surprised very quickly, you can come up with four or five different shoot ideas in the space of a few hours and really get those things planned. And then when you get back into shooting, when all this is over, You'll have loads of great ideas, pre-planned, you can get out there, create them, and then get them published, or send them to the brands you want to work with, or just create for yourself. I think that after all this, we're going to just want to make stuff. I know that I am, so I'm really looking forward to that. Okay, the fourth thing you can be doing, which is not going to sound as fun and not sound as sexy, but is definitely... Very, very useful. And it is using this time di- this time, to do your admin that you never get to do. I'm talking things like pensions, setting up a pension, or just making a savings account and putting some money aside for your future pension. Even if you don't make one yet, start putting a little bit of money aside. That's what I've been doing. I haven't decided yet which type of pension I want to invest in. So I've been putting money aside in a separate savings account that I will later invest when I decide what I want to use. You can also use this time to write those contracts that you've been meaning to write but you haven't done. Researching contracts, reaching out to entertainment lawyers and people that might be able to help you, intellectual property lawyers, and get your contract set up. That is such an important piece of information that if you don't yet have in place, you need to have in place. Use this time to set up yourself on DocuSign, that is the website that I use to um, send my contract out and is the website I recommend to everyone. My dad is a lawyer, he says that it is the only one that is legally binding in court, there are a lot of document uh, signing websites out there and according to him that is the best one. So that's the one I use. You can also use this time to Buy yourself your insurance. If you haven't got, in the UK at least, professional indemnity and public liability insurance, you are technically illegal. You need to have those insurances in place to work as a photographer in the UK. I don't know about other countries around the world, so use this time to research what insurance you need to have in place to be protected and to be liable um not liable sorry not liable in case of anything going wrong um also make sure you have your gear covered i have insurance for all of my gear to make sure that if anything gets stolen or damaged i can get my gear replaced for me so that is really important stuff that if you haven't already done you should be doing fifth point relax we are all going to have to take a little bit of a cut back on work and as painful as that may be and as scary as that may be, which I completely understand, try your best to use this time to take stock, to relax a bit, to take some time to yourself and enjoy the time that you have at home or quieter times. I, for one, I'm very lucky I live by the sea in the countryside still. We haven't yet moved to London and to be honest, it's kind of a blessing that we haven't like being in Cornwall at this time is the best place I could imagine to be if we have to go into self-isolation or into quarantine um we live in a beautiful area and at the moment I'm making the most of it by going out on long walks with my dog at the moment we don't yet have to stay indoors too much we can still go outside and uh, if we do have to go into quarantine we'll face that where we have to but using this time now to get into nature to be outdoors to get fresh air to feel the sun on your face when it's shining and um, relax that is the best advice I can give you is use this time to relax the sixth thing you can do is back up all your files take this time to be making sure your files are in check have you got your hard drives correctly backed up Have you got doubles, triples of everything? Have you got cloud storage set up? I use Backblaze for my cloud storage and I do recommend it, it's very good, it runs on in the background for me by itself. I think it was $50 for the year, so really not that expensive. Um, You can also use this time to clean your computer. If you're anything like me, you have a downloads folder that is full of crap and needs sorting through. Um, I use Mac Cleaner, I think it is? Um, to make sure I haven't got any viruses or any files that are clogging up loads of space. I've had my laptop now for five years, I just had the battery replaced in it, um, thankfully on a recall, which was free, I, I'm so lucky, but I want to try and keep this laptop as long as I can because we all know that MacBooks are expensive, so I'm going to use this time to give it some TLC and make sure it's working really well and it's looked after, so maybe you can do the same thing. Use this time to get a solid filing system in place. If you don't yet have a solid filing system in place, research the way that people do it. I for one use a monthly storage system so I create for each month of the year a new folder and then within that folder I name new folders with each shoot And then within each of the shoot folders, I put um, a folder for just the raw images and then whenever I finish a shoot and finish all my editing, I export low-res files and high-res files, they each go into separate folders, and then I make sure that the entire folder is backed up, the entire hard drive is backed up multiple times, and that is how I store my files. So if you haven't got something robust in place yet, this is a great time to do so. The seventh thing that you can be doing is kind of similar to the first one, but is, is spend a lot of time researching the people that you want to work with. Spend some time working over who your ideal client is. If you haven't already done so, in my free resources library, I have a free download as a worksheet that you can download and go through who your ideal client is. If you don't know what an ideal client is, an ideal client is basically your dream client. It's the person that you would love to work with and ideally you need to know that brand or that person inside out. You need to know who their customers are, you need to know what kind of products they're selling, you need to know when they're shooting, who they've shot with before, where they shoot, all the details. So use this time to really get to know who your ideal client is, what makes them tick, how you can help them going forward and make notes of that and if you've done it before do it again you'd be surprised how much things change how useful it is to keep going through your ideal clients I do it every six months I'd say I spend a good half day to a day researching my ideal clients my dream clients and making notes about who they are what they are what they do what they sell who their customers are and who their ideal clients are because it's really important that if you know who their ideal clients are you'll be able to help them by shooting images that make their ideal clients want to buy their products so I hope that helps you. If you listened to last week's episode with Sam Charles you will know how important SEO is for our websites and if you haven't already listened to it I highly recommend going listening to it. Sam is an SEO expert she knows absolutely everything there is to know about SEO and she gives some incredible tips on how to boost the SEO of your website. And in this modern age, we want our websites to be doing a lot of work for us and I can guarantee you that while brands aren't necessarily shooting right now, they'll probably be doing research on who they want to hire for their future photo shoots. So you want Google to be working in your favor in this instance. So, spend some time doing things like writing blog posts that will target your ideal clients, that will drive traffic to your website. Get your images all SEO proper, that is things like using alt tags, uploading images that have your file name in them. Do all the stuff that you don't normally get to do because A it's boring and B because you don't have time but that will really make the difference going forward. That is one thing I'm going to be focusing on massively in the next couple of weeks is getting my website's SEO absolutely top-notch so that it's working for me. We do so much outreach as photographers because we have to but how great would it be if we could have our websites doing even more work for us than they currently are. So spend some time going over your SEO. And then if you haven't already recently revamped your website and given it a bit of love, maybe this is a good time to redesign your website, get some new branding in place. Maybe you wanna try a new template, maybe you need to update your website with new work that you haven't updated in a long time. Maybe you want to build a whole new website that feels more modern than your current one. Whatever it may be, you can use this time to revamp your website, Get a website that's really exciting, give it a bit of a launch, give it a bit of a boost, and have some fun. I love designing websites, I think it's great fun, and I really love doing stuff like that. So get creative and use your time to make your website as beautiful and as inviting and as effective for you as possible. Um, there is a episode of a previous podcast I did with um, Anna, which is by Rosanna. Uh, she is my best friend, so I'm a little bit biased, but she came on the podcast last season to talk all about designing the ultimate website and building the best website for you. Um, quick tips for you on your website, you want your images to be the focus of your website. I would encourage having your homepage be your portfolio so that if art directors and creative directors land on your website, the first thing they see is your images. You don't want to have them clicking around looking for your images and not knowing where they are. You also want to have a very strong about page with a photograph of yourself on it so that people know what you look like. That is so important and so many people don't do it and it's incredibly frustrating. Think about the first thing that you do when you get on a website. It tends to be you go on the about page and you look at what they look like and you read their bio. You also want to have a contact page that is easy for people to use. There should be a contact form, but you should also have your address, your email address, on that page so that people can copy and paste it into their email browser and send you emails that way. I personally don't like using contact forms because I don't know for sure if they've gone through. I also often attach things to my emails, so I like it when I can copy and paste an email address and use it on my own email provider. Okay, that's I think most of the quick tips for websites I can think of and in fact that is basically all the things that you can be doing right now to boost your business, to keep busy while this crazy C word, I don't even want to use the word, um, is going on. Um, I really hope that you're alright, I hope you're safe, I hope you're well, I hope you're healthy and I hope that you know that myself and the rest of this community are here for you if you want to come and vent if you want to come and speak to anyone please email me or come into the Facebook group and speak to us we're all here we're all in it together we're all feeling it so yeah come and be a part of this really weird crazy wonderful community that we've built and get creative and we're all in it together okay I'm going to leave it there I hope you're all right. I'll see you next week for an interview with Grace Hodgson, who is a photo assistant in London, and it's a good one. So I'll speak to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed it, please come and let me know over on Instagram at Olivia Bossett. That's my handle. If you'd like to learn more about fashion photography in general, then head over to my website, it's www.oliviabosswick.com I blog weekly all about fashion photography and I also have a huge free resource library which is full of free downloads. Downloads include a pitching email course which is a 5 part free email course. Um, all about pitching. There's an ebook, which is all about using Instagram and Pinterest to market your business. And there's even an email template file of how to pitch yourself. It's word for word. It's the email I use when I pitch myself to brands. So go and get that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're using to listen and make sure that you don't miss future episodes because they're going to be amazing. I will see you next week. Bye.